0: She got that fire, but she don't know that I can surprise her,
1: love intoxicated and
0: excite her, I know she think I can't get beside her. Um, So seeing as I just recorded eight minutes of us talking with no audio, I started from the top. I'm Mike Jack Daniels, not Mike Jack Daniel, um, a.k.a. the Sip King, a.k.a. the Drank God, a.k.a. Uh, always on VK. To so my left is a weird face and inappropriate gift you, Jacob. Um, uh, rape stash, Jacob, aka hide your kids, hide your wife, Foster. And below me, <laughs> <laughs> below me is my boy Wazzy, aka I just uh, I'm the number one serial killer and. A uh, bounty hunter and assassin in the United States, <laughs> wow. um, aka the mob boss, <laughs> aka mob ties, John Wick. Imagine being John Wick Jr. This is Lucas. <laughs> okay, this is podcast.
2: <laughs> Cheers. Well, you'll never have a puppy,
0: <laughs> man. So, what if when they killed his so, wife, he found this... out his wife was pregnant?
3: Does does Wazzy bounty hunt himself?
0: Nah. I mean he tries to but he can't. That's a good question. Hold on, you just hit me with a conundrum. Could the ultimate bounty hunter kill himself?
2: Wasn't that part of the uh, Jason Bourne plotline?
0: (laughs) I don't think so.
2: Like they had his own company, like the best in his own company out against him or something?
0: Yeah, but if you're the best, can you catch you?
2: Because he's
3: both the best serial killer and the best bounty hunter. So he's the best good guy and the best bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, can God kill God?
0: That's a boy? Uh, can Batman are boys- catch Batman? <laughs> what do the boys at Death Battle say?
2: <laughs>
0: I think they got a podcast.
2: Yep. Yeah, they have a weekly podcast. Deathcast is good.
0: AK. Um, Alright, so uh, what was he talking about? Fuck, well, we some But well, we'll start it over. Promier versus Stipe tonight. Who you got?
3: Uh, that was last week, bro. <laughs> Did I miss it? Who <laughs> uh, won? So, this is like the, the trilogy fight, right? Mm hmm. I
0: don't I mean, know, man. Of like, stories that bitch
3: a trilogy. I'm kind of surprised that both of them are fighting. You know, like <laughs> y'all been around for a minute,
0: hot minute. But what I re- I didn't realize that in tw- they they just started fighting each other though. They fought in 2018. Chromier knocked out Steve. then they fought last year. Steve knocked out Chromier. and so it only right that you follow up a year later just to. You can't go out with a tie. From I mean, here, probably retire after this. I need to break that tie, bro. Whoop your ass. Pepe need to retire <laughs> too. fuck like, oh, gotta get knocked out though.
1: <laughs> you know,
0: he's, a, get, he's Croatian, right? Yeah, I think so. You get they gotta yeah. drag them up.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're a different breed, and this, well, maybe it's just because the language barrier. But they don't seem to get that CTE the way that Americans do. uh, Maybe it's just...
0: It's 100% because they already sound like they got CTE when they speak English.
3: I mean, that's probably it. But, like... And that's meant... Well, I guess Croatia is different. But I'm thinking of, like, uh, some, like, the Russian guys Um. I can't remember that one dude's name, but, like, they seem to fight forever, and I don't know if it's because, like, they've been drinking vodka since they were, like, six years old or what, but, like... I had vodka in my baby bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they sleep so well, man.
0: <laughs> and what's fucked up is that there are parents who do that shit. The motherfucking yeah. 80s and 70s parents and 90s parents different.
3: And 2000s, and... <laughs> <laughs> Just slip, just slip I can get, I, I, I know for a fact that it still happens. <laughs> mm.
0: Well, not with Momma. Go to sleep the old fashioned way. Motherfucking old <laughs> Nelson. <laughs> 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 mm. So who you think gonna win? Um,
3: Stipe is dangerous as hell. Obviously, DC is as well. I I have a feeling it's going to be Stipe, but I kind of want DC. I'm,
0: I think it's going to be DC. But like, mm-hmm. you said, and then we ain't even talked about Cal. What the hell's Cal doing here? What up, dude? We what the hell the is podcast, this? Bro. Oh, my fault. Bro. Let me get out of here. My <laughs> bad, son. I'm out of here. My bad. <laughs> Who let that? Where's <laughs> the gatekeeper? Damn, what was you about is to your say mints? there?
3: What was you about to say
0: there, Jake?
3: Who let that what? Is that your man? Who let huh? that what, Jake? Finish your sentence. Huh? I I, I can't remember what I was going to say. Who let oh, that yeah.
0: Who... Okay. Well, yeah, Whatever. You better watch yourself. We got a diverse uh, fan base here. Right?
3: If I, met, I was ever going to say anything like <laughs> that. <laughs> I think was gonna, it was going to be like, who let this schmuck in?
0: I wouldn't even know. How you was about to say it to was going to be so aggressive that I wouldn't even know what to do. <laughs> I would have been sitting here for a minute confused. Like, nah, that didn't just happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the chick I know. It couldn't have been. He going through some <laughs> shit today. We just go, we gonna wrap this one up. <laughs> and we ain't gonna put this one out
3: there. We just, we'll do this hey, tomorrow.
2: are all up in them now. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. Only the Patreon uh, 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 subscribers go ahead and get this one.
0: <laughs> what about the OnlyFan ones? Oh, yeah, you know the OnlyFan subscribers pay a lot of money. see <laughs> this dicking around. Boom. Mm-mm-mm. Oh man. So we bro, it's so much shit that we did not get to discuss because we didn't meet last week, bro. We got I'm just we gotta roll through these bitches. One When I sent y'all that shit about Lebanon, bro, and then they showed that mm-hmm. after picture of it oh, yeah. literally being no land there after that explosion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What the fuck, bro? And yeah. I, I read reports that some they were saying they got told about that gas and shit like five years ago. and to yeah, get rid- doing, like
2: 2014 that there was, was it 2.7 or 27 trillion tons or something?
0: So <clears throat> the only thing I can think of is, is something that a lot of companies do. They get advice from people who are professionals and then they think that they smarter than the fucking professionals and say, you know, I don't know how much it would have cost, but you know what I'm saying? I don't. Some a lot of times you'll tell them you got to get rid of this, but then they look at how much it costs to get rid of it, be like, "Nah, we'll do that later. We can't afford that right now." Now I mean that's first, a charitable way. You not you now you have no building, so I guess it don't matter, huh? That's crazy.
3: I mean that's a charitable way of looking at it. Yeah. What's the uncharitable I, way to look
0: at it? I, I don't I don't I, know why they didn't get out of there. I'm just speculating. I I don't know if y'all have read anything as to why they just let that shit just. Build up in their basement,
2: but I think they yeah. they, they just forgot about it. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, so I guess there's there's two aspects to it. Like, why was it there in the first place, and then what also, set it off? Yeah, why was it? Um, but too. Okay, every yeah. person I've talked to who is connected to the Middle East, my Armenian friends, my Syrian, Lebanese, all of them, uh, like. One of three countries is brought up, Turkey, Israel, or the U.S. Mm -hmm. Because just a couple months ago, uh, China, they got their um, Belt and Road Initiative that's uh, um, cutting through uh, the Middle East and uh, going uh, through, um, um, I can't remember the name of the province um, in China where all those Uyghurs are where um, all of a sudden Western media cares about these Chinese Muslims. Um, and then it's uh, um, cutting through Iran, where there's all of a sudden these uh, random explosions going on um, in the area where this whole initiative has taken place. Um, China, just a couple of months ago, they uh, started talk, um, striking up a, a relationship with Lebanon. And then all of a sudden there's this explosion, and um, there's... Um, uh, uh, these uh, um, like news correspondents saying that it was set off because of cheap Chinese fireworks mentioned in the Chinese and that sort of thing. Then all of a sudden, the entire government that was friendly towards the Chinese and dissolved. Had
0: never had no Chinese fireworks before,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but but then the entire uh, uh, pro Chinese government goes ahead and dissolves and resigns. And this new government, the Israelis swoop in immediately and are like, "Hey, look, you're our neighbor. We'll go ahead and take care of you. We'll help you out. Just remember, China bad, and that sort of thing." So, um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of weird angles to it too. So,
0: and then what didn't I send y'all to? Was that Lebanon that said, "All right, we're peacing out on the government." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I never heard of no shit like that before. Has that happened before? Remember oh, yeah. We did like, that happen a couple weeks ago. <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's just like, yeah, shit too crazy over here, y'all. We just go, we go let the people figure it
3: out. We out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and they actually have a uh, an interesting way that they set up their government. Um, due to all of the religious diversity and stuff, like, the president has to be a Christian. The, um, the, uh, that's but, like, crazy. the way they're Uh Huh?
0: He was about to say the vice president next.
3: No, um, but like the the, um, prime minister has to be like Sunni Muslim, I think it is. And then um, the head of the house or whatever, or like the head speaker, house speaker, whatever, I don't know, um, has to be a Shia Muslim. And then like there's some other position, I think that they have to be Jewish or Druze, um, something like that. So there's all sorts of, like, religious considerations with, uh, well, I, I, but I guess that's not in law neither. It's just the way that they've done it. Like, culturally, this is the way it has to be. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's a really interesting sort of aspect to their government and how it's all organized. But
2: So they're going with the Biden policy? What do you mean? Find whoever fits the role or... <laughs>
0: And that's what I was going to say. I can say I'm Christian all day, or I can say I'm something. Like, I don't know. I, does that mean I'm going to really abide by those teachings? Or I'm, at the end of the day, am I just a politician? Don't do what I think is best for my party. I don't know. I mean, uh, I, religion I, 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 over I, I, there means
3: something different, you know? It like... does. And, that's what,
0: and that's, I'm just asking a question. I don't really know if there's, yeah. like, you, have to have, and you can't just say you're Christian. Maybe you have to have been in a church, you know, uh, pastoring, preaching whatever it is for a certain amount of years or something have you know, proving yourself to actually be deep in that religion I don't know
3: Well, I mean I mean if I remember correctly the um, majority Christians are there over there are I believe they're Maronite Catholics or Orthodox so I mean by canon law you have to be like at church every Sunday and stuff like that so you're not skipping <laughs> um, now. Whether or not you're going ahead and adhering to like the the actual principles yeah. and stuff like that, but, um, right? But I mean, so at the very least, if you if you're at church every Sunday, like that's a lot better than you know Biden and uh, uh, the rest of these guys, Trump and stuff like that.
0: Oh, I'm so fucking torn, dog. <laughs> what do, do you mean not torn? Fuck with Kamala Harris, bro.
3: You mean Kamala? <laughs>
0: And also, it's like you said, even if I did fuck with her, did y'all watch the debates? And I know you did, Jake. I'm just talking to the people. They was talking to each other ruthlessly, bro. And now yeah. y'all just cool and go be running mates. Like, I know y'all don't like each other. Like What? This ain't is battle specifically- rap. In battle rap, I know the dudes gonna get up there. They go talk greasy about each other. And then after the match is over, it's just a competition and we going the other way. I don't think y'all shit was like that, bro. Y'all was going out y'all way to talk dirty, dirty, bro, and then not shaking the motherfuckers' hands at the end, like.
3: Well, not to mention, she like specifically attacked him on like policies that negatively impacted the black community, and then he's like, "Oh, okay, so I got it." Uh, <laughs> George Floyd, Black Lives Matter. Um, let me go ahead and pick K- Kamala, who the cop who who has also. Get this,
0: supported policies that go against the black community. Bro. So y- y'all low key in the same boat, but it's just so funny seeing the kettle call the pot black or whatever that saying is.
3: Yeah, no, no, no you nailed it. Um, okay. And it, but it's hilarious. It's like, are you trying to lose?
0: I don't know. No,
3: but that's that's how
0: disconnected. These politicians are. He chooses her, thinking that that's going to raise his motherfucking chances, bro. That mm-hmm. was that's purely it. Not yeah. knowing one, like, and not knowing one, we can see through the bullshit. Y'all think regular people are so fucking stupid that it irritates me. And the internet gonna show you how not stupid we are when they get to roasting your ass. Like, it just looked like a money grab. It it looked like a pandering, um, uh, tactic. And it looked like some bullshit on the outside. and But you thought that we, you were like, okay, I got this black Asian woman. I'm going to hit both of those. I'm going to hit all three <laughs> of them black Asian women, and then I'm, I'm on. Like, come on, bro. We're not that stupid, bro. We remember what she did. We remember what you did. And, you know what I'm saying? It's just goofy, bro.
3: <laughs> but see, so it's interesting, because like, so Trump's tactic has been to rally the more radical base mm-hmm. um, and to push away the moderates. Um, you um, To have Bernie Sanders, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, um, and, and those types involved um, would also help rally the base. Um, but I, I did hear uh, mm-hmm. someone else go ahead and explain the Kamala choice as being smart because it shows that the Democrats aren't about defunding the police. They're not about chaos, but they're about law and order, um, which would go ahead and help. It would push away the progressives of the party, but it would rally more of the um, middle of the road um, sort of folks, more of the moderates. It might go ahead and help pull some uh, 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 Republicans who dislike um some more centrist Republicans who dislike Trump by saying like, "Well, look, we, you know, we're not trying to defund the police or anything like that. We're not radical. We're a moderate party." Um, but you're pushing away a lot of like key demographics that have supported you for a and while.
0: I guess I'm not saying that it might not be a idea. I'm really just saying I don't know how I specifically right about it. Maybe that is what it is, and I actually haven't really thought about that side of it, but just because if you look at demographics, right, like which vote are you trying to get, quote-unquote, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you know, 68% or whatever the percentage of America is white, so now in order to break that down, you got to start talking to people in different classes and different economic situations, try to kind of divvy them up and where they're living at it. Then after that, you just kind of hit everything else. You hope. But see, you don't even have to
3: do that. You, you don't have even have to do that. that because what you what you really want to look at is the demographics of the people who actually are registered to vote and then who mm-hmm. actively vote. So the black community historically doesn't tend to vote very much at all. So honestly, should I? How much time should I spend investing in this community? When I'm only gonna get a couple of votes, whereas rich white people are out there, you know, all the time. So,
0: yeah. And the only thing I would say to combat that is, we look at how far back we have even been able to vote. You yeah, know, minorities and women. It's 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 kind of still a new thing, bro. Uh, people weren't really talking about it when I was growing up. I didn't start hearing about go to vote till you know my senior year of high school, really. And I'm not talking about go-to-vote. I'm talking about how important it is for we as black people. Mm -hmm. Because, you you know, we got people out here who, you know, who had to go through some shit just to get right. So I think that on one hand, it hasn't been that long. So it's not, you know, even when we did have the quote-unquote right to, there was a lot of things put in place to stop us from going there and to to make it real difficult to vote. And then even – but you can just look at shit like Obama – Example: When you get that vote, bro, and you find somebody that we really support, it makes a difference, bro. So I'm, um, you know, I would never, and I think that will go for any minority that's that's out here. You you find somebody that you know Latinos can really get behind, you will see a, a huge surge, bro. I don't know what the mm-hmm. numbers is right now, but. You know, you find somebody see, that black people get behind. We gonna get out there and do our thing. And it's, I, it, I, I'm, I don't, I don't know what the uh, what's it called Zia, specifically, but I know we vote more now today than we
3: have. You know, oh think,
0: yeah, so, you know. So what I would
3: say is like that's the power of the third party. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's just say for example, like the the Black Panther Party. You know, they ran. Um, um <laughs> the, you know, they ran. Uh, um, candidates and stuff like that so what that gives you is canada <laughs> yeah <laughs> all of canada justin trudeau is low-key bpp Hell but yeah. uh
0: we the reason justin bieber got over here safely
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh um <clears throat> what was it here though justin um Trudeau black <laughs> oh. <laughs> i forgot about that actually <laughs> i didn't even make that connection there but <laughs> um no so uh That way. So if you have a a party like that, for like, for example, like the black community to fall back on so that if the the Democrats aren't listening to you, okay, then fine. Fuck you. We're still going to go out and vote and show you that we have power. And we're going to show you that you lost because of us. And we're going to vote for the Black Panther Party. Just to show you that we're still active, we're still voting, we're still paying attention, and you could have won. All these numbers could have been yours, but you chose to fuck that up. So next time, you're going to listen to us, and next time, you're going to go ahead and change some policies. And that's honestly why I, when people say voting third party is a wasted vote, like, no, that's bullshit. Because you're going to go ahead and see that all these people voted other, and you could have gotten those if you had these sort of policies.
0: Yeah, and we talked about this a little bit last time. It's just stop... Because you was talking about how your neighbor said she felt like her... It's just, you gotta stop feeling like just because the person you vote for didn't win, that means you wasted a vote, bro. Guess what? About uh, Half the people in in the country are always gonna lose. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Most of these be pretty close like that, to where it'd be like, 54 to 46%. You know what I'm saying? It, right. it, it didn't. You didn't waste a vote because, like you said, it builds on. Oh, damn! What did they like about that other candidate? I can build on from them to swing it back my way next time. And, uh, right. Mm-hmm. Rick, I actually haven't thought about. It. You. Uh. I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, Wazi, but what are your views on voting? And have you been? Have you voted regularly since you turned eighteen?
2: I I have not voted. Um, <laughs> not one time. No. Um, now, growing it because up, I,
0: it's a scary endeavor to try to figure out what, where to go to vote and then what uh, section you're supposed to what line to stand in to vote, because it's very intimidating going.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> my, my only real thought on it is if I'm going to vote, I'm going to be the kind of person who votes with confidence and, and knowing what I'm talking about, and I never followed up Anything with <laughs> political stuff, so I don't, I don't know enough, so I don't vote. It...
3: But the fault with that is that then it's schmucks like you know our family members who do vote and who who, who end up creating policies that we have to live by.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you know just enough. You know think, enough. Yeah, <laughs> I think you. There's, there's people who know less than you that still vote and. <laughs> I don't know how I, to, I, I don't, don't know, I don't know how to explain that, it. I, no, but no, I understand, I, I, I understand your sentiments so exactly though. I understand yeah, that.
3: Um, I look I'm at it like a mind. supercomputer, or like um, like we're all nodes, right? Like, and the more of us who are going ahead and actively thinking about that this sort work. of matter. <laughs> But I mean, but I mean, I think the analogy works, you know. Like the it's the a, more I nodes we have, that, yeah. like this node's stronger than that node, and and all that jazz. Um, but it still gives us a greater overall um uh, processing power, right? Yes, sir. Well, I, I
2: I think in the age of podcasts, more more talk is happening, so I think more people are becoming educated on yeah. various tasks. That that I mean, you you can't bring up religion or or politics at the at the old water cooler. So, so, to speak, um, but in the age of podcasts, a lot of that is is changing. So, I think there will be more people voting knowledgeably and with intent. And yeah,
0: I, yeah, it's just funny. I hope so. Here, I, I, I guess my thing I was trying to say is I wish the people who are retarded would think like you, Wazi. I don't know enough, so I won't vote. But it's not. It's only the it's only the smart people who think like that that don't vote. It's not the retarded people. They'd be like, I know enough. I'm going in there and checking this
3: box. <laughs> well, I can't remember yeah. what it is, but that correlation between ignorance and confidence, mm-hmm.
0: you it's know, high. the more... It's high, yep. Facts. <laughs> it's like the crazy hot scale. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's dangerous.
0: AF, brother. brother AF. Um, <gasps> Next thing I want to talk about, Wazi, bro. We got to go back to Wazzy's cooking corn. Now before Ooh, I yes. ask you, now before I ask you what you've been cooking up and shit, I need to tell you something that just changed my mother. We was having, um, fuck, I forgot what Shalonda was, cooking. but on the side we had sweet potatoes. Put the sweet potatoes in the fucking air fryer, and oh my god, them bitches came out so oh, good. So my question is have you ever used this technique before? Sweet potatoes, the air fryer, or any type of potato in the air fryer?
2: I, I haven't you know, cuz I eat don't potato. eat potato.
0: You don't eat no but this sweet potato is not
3: really No, no keto. Um, keto. Is sweet potato no. a potato?
2: It's it's a yam but it's yeah. it's still very sh- sugary. I mean, you I I've you had I've had good sweet sweet potatoes and yams, and I could imagine an air fryer be really good. Like potato. I don't know if she
0: did the air fry. Um, you know, setting. Yeah, setting. But Mm -hmm. it was it was in the thing that we used for the air fryer, and but it's got a bunch of different settings on there. So I'll ask her, and I meant to. But goddamn guys, it came out so perfect. The outside was crispy, the inside was nice and soft and delicious you put some goddamn brown sugar in there some cinnamon in that Ooh, it go, it. it go hard bro
2: Jesus Christ we, we always had for Thanksgiving the old sweet potatoes with molasses and, and marshmallows and some yep. Uh, yep. Car, or, uh, caramelized pecans and
1: hmm.
0: that shit was like a damn dessert boy <laughs> like, we got this with yeah, the dinner right next to your turkey your, your, your
2: yep it, it's not a dessert, and it's on your plate with dinner, so.
0: You said, yo, jerky? Turkey. Nah, you eating jerky at Thanksgiving. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> nah, the I like jerky. It's the teriyaki. Jake, this staff is just giving me so much life. You look so cool.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Um. So what have you been, what you been whipping up lately, bro? I need some new ideas. Um.
2: So I did make one thing in the air fryer that was really cool. They're like uh, little pretzel bite type things. Pretzel. Um, using fathead dough and yeah, they're like What's little round balls dough? and. Uh, is it a branded dough or what? Like the tip. No, of his no it uh, yeah. fathead is a type this of dough. The
0: side is the size <laughs> of the tip of his dick. That fathead, you measure that and then throw it in. It's uh. Thing. Jake is shaking his head and disbelieving.
2: it's it's a it's a mozzarella dough actually so it's mozzarella dough dough. it's i uh let me see if i can find the ones that i had
1: (laughs) copy link so we will do web
0: so these air fryer boy, Kido,
1: oh boy.
2: get that pop up out of here
0: that look good as fuck what is that butter in the middle what is that
2: uh that is a chipotle sour cream i believe oh, mayonnaise okay. and spicy cool. brown mustard yeah so this is just mayonnaise and and spicy brown mustard that
0: ain't bad. Not what i always
2: yeah, it's 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 mainly coconut flour and mozzarella and like egg and garlic powder. They were like little garlic knots. They were really good.
3: Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay.
2: I I added some bacon to it because bacon goes in everything. Everything,
3: bro. Not lying. Why is it but, that yeah. you could do so much about co- like how, you could do so much with cauliflower nowadays? Right. Like, that shit you can do everything with it. Like, oh, hey, guess what? Uh, you're, you're vegetarian and you can't eat steak? Uh, here's some cauliflower that we made into a steak.
0: Yeah, people making cauliflower chicken wings and tricking people with them. You've seen
3: that shit? Those are really good. Oh, you had some? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. During the fasting seasons, we always make them sometime. <laughs> so have you have heard guys,
2: of uh, jackfruit? Still... I've
0: heard,
3: I've of, heard of it. I... Pull it up. I need to see what it is. Yeah.
0: I think it's making... I'm not gay, so you can't call me Jackfruit. I,
2: I mean, I can.
0: I <laughs> like Jackfruit.
2: <laughs> so, Jackfruit is this right here. And apparently, its texture is very much like duck, I think. Or like... Like duck? Like duck?
0: Click one of the pictures yeah. and uh, get it zoomed in. Like that one on the bowl over there. I want to see it
3: cut up. Yeah, I want to see those insides.
2: So it's like shredded chicken or a shredded pork type that's consistency? Yep. What?
3: No, no, and... no pull it up on big. Yeah, let's see the huh? big. Let's see the big. Like, make, make, make the thing the big thing.
0: <laughs> like, cl- like, <laughs> click that's the a, picture again so we can see what?
3: it. Yeah, what? With... Oh, okay, now, now, full screen that image.
1: Hold on. Look like
0: some bullshit, boy. It do look like shredded chicken, though, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> is if that like do, a lazy way to shred chicken? though? please look up jackfruit, and then one of these pictures is of the jackfruit like beat open. Like they didn't even cut this open; they just beat it up. <laughs> they to just <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> They just punched that motherfucker. Oh, look, yeah, at, this. look at this one it's... here with the two dudes holding it up. <laughs> right above that. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> look at this. These are look at... big. Bro, that's photoshopped. It ain't no way. Oh, lady, like the balls around her, like the big fruits around her. Amazing
3: <laughs> women, bro. Oh, These there's are a some... If these are all photoshopped, there's a lot of photoshops for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Look at the
0: one. Okay, so uh, no, go back to that picture you just pulled up. That looks good. I ain't gonna lie. Damn, that...
3: that's a wrap. So if you want to make shredded chicken, but you're feeling too lazy to shred chicken, you can just do this. Is that what you're saying?
0: Right. Cause uh, shredding yes. chicken's
3: annoying. Where do you get this fruit from?
2: Uh, canned. Because it's, I think it's Malaysian or something, so it's, canton, it's you said? Yeah, I thought he said canned for sure. <laughs> canned? Like oh, general, oh, I thought you said
3: canton.
2: I know yeah, that there's a canton. lot of Malaysians
3: in canton, so I figured maybe like that makes sense, so... <laughs> canned
1: jackfruit.
0: Everything with that fucking organic label, bro. We went to the store today, man. Trying to get some mushrooms. All the mushrooms said organic. I don't want the fucking organic mushrooms. I want the cheap mushroom. Where the- (laughs) Stop trying to sell me this fucking expensive ass shit. Wouldn't non organic
2: mushroom just be like a rock?
3: (laughs) Well, The the especially funny thing is when it comes to like uh, organic honey. Yeah. Because those bees- Those bees, like, they cover what is it, like a two mile area? Yeah. There's no way that you can guarantee that all the flowers that all of these bees were going ahead and diddling were, um, you know, or like not sprayed with stuff. Are you a beekeeper? You can't. Are you a beekeeper? But but nobody sprayed the bees. Me? Yeah. So you don't know. No, I was.
0: No, say no. You don't know if you can or not. Shut up.
3: (laughs) <laughs> no i was actually talking to a buddy of mine who is a bee- beekeeper about it and stuff and he's like
2: yeah don't buy that it's all bs <laughs> i mean organic as a word is, might just is be a bad BS. beekeeper
3: <laughs> all right there well, what's he supposed to do ground the bees for going too far <laughs> hell yeah you ground the motherfuckers Rick get your ass back in there I told you not to go no
0: past the motherfucking street sign, and you did it anyway and you can't come out for t- two days
2: you have to ID every bee on the hell way in yeah
0: you do or you just got autism and just can tell the difference between them <laughs> but that's a fucked up skill to get everybody else can play the piano and shit good and you can just tell bees apart
3: <laughs> you are like rain man over here like ah, ah, that's it right. <laughs> Winston get back over here please <laughs> <sighs> you yeah, know that term organic is so stupid i mean i'm organic yep
0: we had i I love that we had like a 40 minute conversation about organic on a couple podcasts.
3: <laughs> it's so stupid
0: um Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> these old motherfuckers is about to fight, Wazzy. <laughs> they pushed it back, though. It's just... I guess at, at, on one hand, I'm like, I don't want to see either one of these people die. But on the other hand, I guess I'm just like, I mean... What's a little more CTE? On top of the shit you already I mean, got.
2: <laughs> aren't they already dead inside a little bit? So. Yeah, man. <laughs> But see, like,
3: the, but like, you know, I remember like the, the interview, with, um, that Tyson did with Rogan and him talking about how much damage, like, boxing did, like, on his, his psyche, you know, and, and, and on his heart and, like, the sort of negative person that it made him. And it wasn't until afterwards that he was able to go ahead and work through his ego issues and, and stuff like that. And so, there is the aspect of, like, brain damage and CTE, which, I mean, hell, we were talking about the, the, the brain damage that Jones was suffering uh, back in 2014, you know, when he was just getting rocked and laid out. You know, like, who was it, Antonio Tarver, when he laid him out? You know, like, it was nasty. That's why um, you don't
0: remember it, Lean Back, Fat Joe had a line saying, get your ass lean back like Roy Jones Jr., that's uh, the <laughs> song, and Roy Jones mm-hmm. went to Fat Joe. <laughs> it was like, "I kill you right here." You ever mention me <laughs> songs like, again? Yeah. And Fat Joe had like twenty dudes with him with like machine guns, but Roy Jones Jr. just so fucking crazy and CTE'd out. That's that song came out in probably two thousands six. Lean back. That's probably two thousand six, mm-hmm. bro. Well, you know, Roy Jones Jr., he released a rap album. But that's what I mean, Roy Jones Jr., not Roy Jones. Roy Jones Jr. was fucking broke. Yeah, and, well, name, well, yeah bro. and then he released his album Can't Be
3: Touch, Can't Be yep. Stop,
0: Can't Be Move. That shit played on every fucking highlight tape and every warm-up tape I ever went to. When I whenever we would play somebody in basketball or football, you heard that song for two years. <laughs> you heard that. You heard Eminem till I collapse. You heard uh, Lil Wayne, Fireman. Um, it, <laughs> and there's a couple other songs that you just always heard.
3: Um, oh but yeah,
0: so uh, Fort Minor. Uh, what's the fucking song uh, where they be like, uh, ten percent luck, eighty percent skill, twenty percent motivation, power, and will. <laughs> Five percent pleasure, fifty percent pain, hundred percent reason to remember the name. That's the name of the song. <laughs> yeah. That song used to play all the time, and Roy Jones Jr. tired it all off.
3: That was a. But yeah, I, I just I feel it. like I, I just feel like Tyson's in a really good place, and he's been in a really good place for a while now. And uh, just like as a human being, I, I like I worry about what what this might do to him.
0: I'm gonna send you the um, interview Roy Jones Jr. just did with the Breakfast Club like a week. I want to see and what then, you think about it. But yeah, you think that getting back into boxing might revert him back to them old ways, those old feelings he used to have.
3: I mean, so I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. You know, he could synthesize. Uh, this new life that he has with the the you know like the new spirit that he has with the, his old body right you know what i mean yeah but you said um, you and, worried
0: and, so uh, is that what you was worried what's that? about you said that you're worried is that what you was worried about
3: well, well yeah so like like so there it doesn't have to be that way he could go ahead and be the new mike tyson um, mentally while going ahead and physically doing what he used to do you know there's no reason why that, that's not possible um I just worry that just because something's possible don't mean it's gonna happen and uh, and then and then physically with Roy Jones, I mean I've seen the, the the videos of Mike he's been looking good for a while he's been fast for a while um, he's been hitting hard for a while and I don't know that Jones has ever been hit by ever been touched by someone like Mike before you know and um I think where Jones needs to be is he needs to rely on his speed and his footwork like he used to, moving around and not getting touched. But from his last fights, he was getting touched so damn much, and he can't afford to get touched once by Mike. And um, in the videos I've seen, sure, his hands, they're not as fast as they used to be, um, but he's got plenty of power, but he doesn't have Tyson power. And every video I've been watching, he's so flat on his feet. He's not moving around nearly as much as he used to. He's gonna be a sitting duck, and I, I really think that it's uh, uh, Jones. And that's what I really think about. it's gonna be he one-sided. He
0: was like, "Yeah, people see Mike's videos, but I've been putting videos up too." And he said he's been training. And they're not people. impressive. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're not. <laughs>
0: He said he's been training people, too. And he's been in, staying in shape. It's not like he's just not been
3: doing nothing. So yeah, that's what I, be he's not, he, I mean. I mean, like he's not in bad shape. He's in way better shape than me. But tight, not, not compared to Tyson, though.
0: We'll see, bro. Wazzy, you know what I just thought of? I feel bad because I overlook. I've been overlooking your experience as a fighter. Is you wrestled all through high school. So how do you feel about DC? Oh, we can't hear you, bro. You mute yourself? Muted yourself, dog. Oh, we lost the wise. I can't believe Kyle just barged in this what do thought was going on in here? That's your boy. <laughs> that is my boy. But that motherfucker funny right there, boy. We should have asked him a question before he got up out
1: yeah, we should have.
3: No. Nope. Was he? I bet. I bet he was feeling gassy. and He was blowing it up, so he muted himself, and he forgot how to unmute himself.
2: Testing. There There, there We there. got you know. Hello? Nope. Okay. I was saying we a... re- re- remember the name like fifteen times. I was getting so angry.
1: <laughs> like, remember the fucking name. Remember. The
3: Mike, I love how much like your your laptop's moving around. And you're like,
1: remember the name?
3: Remember <laughs> the name? Uh, you black son of a bitch!
0: Remember
1: the name? <laughs> Thought you knew rap?
0: <laughs> That's funny as hell. <laughs> but yeah, I just would say. Um, so I want to speak on your wrestling background a little bit because mm-hmm. with with having a son now. um you Know, I want to make sure he gets a chance to explore all avenues. Right? I know some wrestlers, um, Shalonda, and one of our friends, she was Mary Grove with her. She wrestled all through high school. And then my boy Munt, I also met in college, he wrestled all through high school. It was pretty good, too. And it was just different wrestling back then. But were you the type of wrestler that had to cut weight a lot for tournaments?
2: I, I was the type of wrestler who would lose. <laughs>
1: uh, I, was,
2: I was in the uh, fat-ass weight class, uh, 215, I think, at that point. Um, I was going up against dudes who were, like, 215 pounds of muscle. And I was 200, 215 pounds of not muscle.
0: That's funny. (laughs) He was just he was just thick boned. Mm -hmm. Those bones
2: were dense. I mean, it it was good. I I enjoyed wrestling. Um,
0: But did you have to cut weight a lot or gain weight a lot to make whatever you had to fight at when you was uh I I think I was at
2: No, I was I was okay, so I was in the two fifteen weight class. I weighed one eighty three at that point. The next weight class below me was one seventy five, so I was like in the middle of the fat ass weight class. Ooh. I think there actually was one one higher, um, so I was never close. But uh, from one forty to one sixty, each weight class like five pounds. So those guys had to cut weight a lot. What... Mm-hmm. And so then did you ever
0: so you at, or did you ever wrestle at the one seventy whatever pound?
2: Uh, I got strep throat once. and went down to 160. <laughs> um, Coach
3: is like, keep getting sick, buddy. <laughs> it would require something like Wazzy to get cancer, you know, to oh go ahead and drop a glass.
2: <laughs> yeah, so. I got lymphoma
3: here, so.
0: Wazzy go around kissing every girl he see cough just so he can get back down to that 160.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I need that strep throat back. Um <laughs> <laughs> I never had to cut weight but but there were some guys who would do the old you know uh, garbage bag runs and stuff like that which are terribly dangerous don't
0: and that's you know that's what I was talking it, about and, but the two people that i said I knew wrestle the wrestler girl and boy they tell me that they it's not like don't do that period and I think that they've kind of changed their thinking on it now as far as how dangerous it is I hear that, and then I see a motherfucker like Maza doll who got to still drop twenty pounds, and you hear that that's normal. Like they they do that all the time. A lot of that's water weight. Um, I I, I remember know. a lot of
3: that. I, I mean, think. when you when you're at that level, you have a nutritionist and stuff, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. makes it safer and all that jazz. But still, I don't understand the logic. Like, I I want to be comfortable where I'm at, so I should be fighting. Like where, where I walk around at, yeah, and if yeah. and, and, and if I want to fight lighter, I should walk around lighter. I should live a lifestyle so where that caters. I'm always to.
0: at 170. Yeah. <laughs> right. Where I'm always the optimum. Yeah, it shouldn't be 20 days up. Oh, Got to lose 30 pounds. 20. Yeah. I don't know. That should just sound cool. crazy. And I know how dangerous. It is. Mm-hmm.
2: People will drop down a weight class so that they're not going against. You know, um, you know, just just. People who who are all muscle. If you're like, hey, I'm gonna get out of that weight class this week so that I'm not going up against the five foot five troll who weighs 185 and it's all muscle.
0: So what do you think about that type of shit, bro? Like, don't you? I don't are, like it. Are, are, it. Aren't you like either just get better at your weight class or you know? Yeah. Or stop. Because I mean, that's I what it is. Stop wrestling. Because maybe you love wrestling, but them the them the guys you got to run across. But guess what? You will also run across somebody else. Who isn't that? And get you some dubs, get you some l's, and I don't know. And also, before you answer that, how important is technique in wrestling? Because can you just have a, such a great technique that it that it'll outweigh how much more somebody weighs than you? I don't know.
2: Oh yeah, easily. We had a uh, we had a kid who came over from Japan. I'm trying to, th- to think of his weight class, he was like one forty five or so, but but he was a uh, I want to say purple or brown in Taekwondo or no in judo. So he was mm-hmm. doing like, like judo throws in the middle of a match and some were legal and some were not. Cause in wrestling you have to throw <laughs> go. faster than your opponent. Yeah. So you're allowed to, to, to throw people as long as you hit the ground at a faster pace than they do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so he was doing like that hip throws man. and stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, you could, Suplex somebody as long as you're traveling faster than they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there, there's freestyle in college, which one of my coaches fought in. I think half of the day with like a broken arm because he was he was freestyle. So they just like taped him up and like it's crazy.
3: Yeah no I mean the whole point of going ahead and cutting weight to drop a class is so that when you gain that weight back you're hopefully heavier you can hit harder and, and that sort of thing than your opponent right you know and l- l- like you said like in my opinion it like that that's a that's a tactic and it's there's there's an intelligence to it and everything you're trying to outwit your opponent to a certain degree But in my opinion, just be honest, you're not 170, you're 175, and just be better at being 175 instead of looking for ways to go ahead and like cheat the system. I mean, you're not cheating the system because you didn't make that weight, and you are running a risk that could hurt you because if you're dehydrated in there, your stamina is going down and all that sort of thing. But like, just be better at being 175 or whatever the hell you are, you know, like that's who you are, accept it.
2: What do you do if you have two people who are 153 to 155, but only one person can be in that weight class? And the one above it is also Phil. Oh, so for, for example. For the
3: team? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because, I mean, like. We, I've, I've we never had, been in that situation. Because uh, no, like I, Taekwondo, sure, we got um, weights and stuff like that. But it's not like we're a team or anything like that. So that does add like an interesting dynamic to it. Because I do remember like in my high school, you know, some people having to go ahead and be heavier or lighter because of the, uh, how um, densely populated a, a division would be.
2: I mean, we, we had enough people for one full team, basically. I think we had two people on the bench. Um, but you know, I was in a a big weight class. I was fine. There was no competition there, but in the middle, I mean, I think we had three people going for like the one fifty five weight class. So depending on who won that week, uh, during our, our practices would be the one who actually goes in that weight class. So, um, it's dumb, but you can't have four people from one school fighting in a single weight class, which. Right.
0: Or maybe that is the issue. And that's, I, I. you know, I'm thinking about weight, but that is hilarious because weight, they don't take into account height, neither. So all my high school career, I was 6'16 to 175. But what, and then my senior year, I was up to like 180. But that was just all natural. I worked out every day because I played three sports. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if I, I probably could have lost some more weight than that if I did whatever regiment they had, but. Believe me, y'all. I was running, so I don't know what the fuck I would have did if my division was done. I would have looked like some shit, boy. There was a dude from but being six from two Troy. Also gives you just a weird advantage. I got long arms too. I wish I would have wrestled. Just
3: how did how would it? Well, and they're a different type, man. Like those wrestlers are a different breed. Well, I
0: know our wrestlers at our school took it serious. Lots of wrestlers and over wrestlers too. They they worked out. I worked out every day, but they workouts. I would look at their workouts and be like, "No."
3: Nah. <laughs> but like, it also, I feel like it changed, like that sort of the amount of discipline and dedication you have to have for that changes your mental totally. You know, and like, you could be working with someone and, and like you find out that they're a wrestler, and like, you know, I, that explains <laughs> it. I see it. <laughs>
2: Yep. I mean, you're also scarring with Steelers your team
3: coding till 9 p.m. <laughs> right, big facts.
2: I mean, there is a nice camaraderie aspect to it because it is wrestling. It's, it's an entire team looking at a single person doing a thing, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Whereas in football, you have the entire you're watching an entire team. If you're Playing baseball, unless you're batting, you're watching an entire team type of thing. So,
3: I will. Uh, I will tell you we got to come back to baseball next week. How you say that? Well, just because like I I had this very interesting thought about sports and like the different types of sports and the popu- like the how like the the ebb and flow of popularity of certain sports. But yeah, oh, yeah.
0: I was some- Damn, in the middle of your wrestling shit, I had something really wanted. It, it was a lie. I, I, ro- I got a Did you ever lie. get a boner? Oh shit! You talk
3: about
2: Wazi. No. <laughs> I remember... I'm like, look
3: at Wazi here. He's like, let me. I'm gonna answer this honestly. Let me think about it.
2: The, the, I mean, so the we uh, we did have a school match at at one point. I think in the 145 weight class, there was a a chick, and I can't remember who was on our team, but but they were worried. Because <laughs> it, it's high school, and your body does not listen to you
3: yeah. often. <laughs> those, those hormones, wild.
0: Up to you on your fucking neck, oozing.
1: <laughs>
0: Damn it, Moss! What the fuck was that? Like? It was a good question. And then, what if you're into pain? That's a different. Was,
2: was it about wrestling, or?
0: It was about wrestling. It, The camaraderie? Fuck. Um do they choose captains for the teams too? And oh, how long uh, were they, a captain. Um, you were those events also seemed super weird to me. Like it was almost like track events where it was just a lot of shit going on at one time and then like how did you how did that affect your game sitting there waiting for you to have to wrestle? And then finally have to wrestle and, you know, (laughs) what was that? What was the, I don't know what they call them. So
2: there's tournaments and then there's just matches. Matches are fine. It's one school against another. I think they're like an hour, hour and a half or so. Um, You warm up before your match. You kind of just, you know, go get loose and stuff. Tournaments were a killer because those were from like nine... Yeah, nine to nine, like ten to twelve hours, and I was always out in the first round, so <laughs> it was essentially me waiting until our team was completely lost. Some
0: things would be like single elimination tournaments.
2: Um, yes. You didn't do
0: round yes. robin. Like, if you mm. lost one match, you was just done for the day, mm. bro.
2: Yeah, I think they were all single elimination. That's some boo boo. You know, just standard tier.
0: I'd be walking around like, "Hey, you trying to wrestle, bro? Come on! Like, I can do something. <laughs> I ain't about to just sit here all the day."
2: There'd be like four matches going at a time. You just hear everybody yelling everywhere. It was loud.
3: <laughs> yeah, those that's the way Taekwondo tournaments would be too. Like, we'd have so the morning would start off with the the, the Pumse form competition, and then so you go ahead and you do your thing there, and then the afternoons. um, would be all the the sparring and stuff, and we originally like when I, I feel like we started with like the the single elimination, but slowly started developing more round robin sort of deals and stuff like that. Um, though that wasn't like quite universal, but yeah, you're there all day, and you really gotta like you really you gotta know prepared. when you're gonna be fighting, yeah. and, and 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 so that you can know when to eat. <laughs> Because yep. you don't want to eat too soon, don't want to eat too late, and yeah, yeah. definitely have eaten, like a nasty sandwich like too close to a, a fight, and just have like bubble cuts in there, like <laughs> Hell
2: yeah, I know that. Yeah, that would happen on on tournaments. People would cut yep. weight for that that nine a.m. wait time, and then just eat a ton. And that was the
0: question. I was. Go- I'm glad you just said that. Yeah, go ahead though.
2: They would eat a ton and then, you know, not do well because they just carb-loaded their body or something.
3: They're taking a nap on the mat.
0: (laughs) Pretty much. Pre-game naps. Talk about something that'll fuck your whole juju up, bro. Taking a nap at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. You groggy. Mm -hmm. You slow. Uh, I've I've had some of my worst games after. It's like, coach, I need to sit down. I'm straight. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. What I was going to ask you is, I know high school athletics, Juan. I know how unorganized a lot of these motherfucking things are. So when are they weighing you guys to see if y'all are the correct weight for y'all weight club? are they winning y'all at the tournament, or are they just taking y'all word for it? Because I can see a high school being so lazy just letting y'all scribble your re- re- name or something and wrestle.
2: I think for tournament, so so tourneys ter- were a definite weigh-in, because I remember weighing in at night. There were people who'd like get completely naked just to get that last ounce. Its balls so,
0: out, do, do- boy, that's crazy.
2: Did you just sitting there holding their, their their junk, and I'm like... I lost y'all? I think matches oh, we it? got... Right. Sorry?
0: Nah, I lost y'all for a second.
2: Uh, uh, matches we would... I think we'd weigh in the day before. Just kind of during practice. Okay. So, I mean... So, who
0: was weighing y'all? Y'all coach? Or they had an official come over to weigh y'all?
2: For, for matches, it was a coach. For tournaments, there was an official weigh-in judge and judge team and everything. They, they were put together pretty well. None of them went terribly wrong. It was actually pretty impressive. That's Whereas football cool. had issues and shot put and discus were weird.
0: And that's what it is. I just know how unorganized a lot of this. Track is. was worst.
2: Tra- track was, was just a hot mess.
0: no way. Like, yeah, bro. Like, I don't know how to explain. Like, I just know y'all cut corners. And the thing is, y'all not all using the same scales. So, like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, this was my scale. scale. Mm-hmm. he was 175. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> oh, I,
1: yeah.
0: I don't think I they, just, they... I care could just see it, it being a shit show. But if they doing it, like, all right, you come in, you sign up, you weigh here, make sure you make your weight at a tournament, that would make sense. And then I... I, I think they ended up buying try to do something to put some more weight on before they match.
2: <laughs> I, I think they, they might have opened that after they they might have opened it up so like Friday night weigh ins for, for tournaments because it what people were doing was just dumb. You 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 you'd see people garbage bag running before a weigh in and that is just a way people die.
1: Right.
0: All right. Well, I know Jake got to get out of here, so let's break down today's album. It was just a little baby boy. My mama used to tell me these crazy things. Used to tell me my daddy was an evil man. She used to tell me he hated me. Then I got a little bit older and I realized she was the crazy one. There was nothing I could do or say to try to change it because that's just the way she was. Bro. It's just such a fire start. And actually, so, I'm going to tell y'all why I chose Marshall Mathers' LP. This was the first album I heard to where I was like, oh, you can rap about anything you want. This is crazy. (laughs) My my cousin, the first song I ever heard from Eminem was called As the World Turns," And it's the most ridiculous, nasty song I ever heard. And I'm like, wait. Make songs like this, <laughs> like if people can listen to them. This is uh, before this, all I ever heard was fucking like the worst shit I heard was the Humpty Dance or Ice Cube. <laughs> we, be, we be clubbing and shit, like you know, that was a bad song. Everybody likes when a girl shakes something, nigga, don't pull nothing. So when I heard this, I'm like, this is crazy. The first song is called Kill You. What? <laughs> um, so this. M was one of the first people that changed my perspective. Now, like I said, Lupe was the one that made. Okay, I can rap about the shit. M was the first one to made... rap about anything. Cold. The main things that really caught me in it is this is back. Eminem was
2: so his voice
0: was oh so perfect on, on still, and. The skits were just so fucking hilarious to me. Like I can't believe, it. <laughs> yeah. Like you got this guy over here, like, M, I I got the album. I just <sighs> call me back." <laughs> like, he talking shit. You know why Dre sells records? Because he's talking about <laughs> blunts, forties, and bitches. You're talking oh, about biking and fucking your mom and killing people. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> like, it would have been better if you gave me nothing. Like these skits is just so fucking perfect. It plays it perfectly too because he's like, What? Huh? Huh? So his his ability to actually rap, his metaphors, bars, and his his ways of breaking down something as fucking obscure as killing somebody, bro. Is was just always crazy to me. Like even like kill you is so good because at one point he have a rhyme scheme that is one of my favorite rhyme schemes of all time. He's a serial killer, how to murder material in a serial box on top of your stereo. None of those words rhyme.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> None of those words rhyme, y'all. But he say them so cold and he word them so good that it's like, yeah, that shit go. I don't care what you say. That shit rhyme. That shit makes sense. And M has always been the king of making some shit that don't rhyme sound like it fucking rhyme, bro. But he just mm. it, it, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So it was, not only is the subject matter why, you can rap good this fuck. Dr. Dre made, uh, executive produced the project. And this shit is just crazy. Oh. And you a white rapper. I, don't, I wasn't fucking with no white rappers before. You know, you always had the Ice Ice Baby, but that was just a joke. You know, when it came on, you went crazy. You had some, cypress, <laughs> you know, or Cypress Hill, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, for this, though, I wasn't even polar. So, this shit was. I was middle school when this shit dropped. All the losers that I hung out with, the losers respectful. Losers, low okay. back of the Really like uh, took my stuff to a this is this came out like at the brink of right before I started getting on the internet downloading shit. So I just Eminem's catalog and his like unreleased freestyles and shit was like some of the first I started downloading offline. Abstract RIP
2: It's still there, kinda.
0: (laughs) You just got paid for it now. And I just I could quote just so many lines in this that to this day in 2020 is just still so fucking good, bro. And 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 then the most disturbing song I ever heard is Kim to this day, bro. Mm -hmm. Kim is terrible. But I listen to the whole thing every time I turn it on, bro think I'm ugly don't you <laughs> like, who was in the studio with you when you recorded this shit bro <laughs> like you had to had just press record it and, and did this by yourself I cannot see somebody else just sitting in there if you're the engineer of, of the song and Kim, he's rapping the shit he's rapping about Kim Jake you're just sitting there like
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the fuck is this this ain't coming on the album guess what <laughs> you was wrong this shit on the album yeah. <laughs> uh, so y'all go ahead.
2: So, so one thing that that popped in my mind is is to your point, this was when the uh, second coming of shock rock was coming out. So you had like the Marilyn Manson's and all that kind of stuff. So shock rap, I guess you know, is something that that he kind of just created, where that, that that mixture of singing about stuff that you shouldn't even think, and then saying it. So i I noticed that I had only heard the the first half of the the album like I knew top i think I knew through Marshall Mathers pretty well, but after that I didn't know yeah any so, of these maybe the singles real slim shady
0: marshall Ma- uh real slim shady uh, the way I am probably kill you Stan of course so yeah them, a lot of mm-hmm. them was the singles. Hey, what's up, buddy? What up? Yeah,
2: hey. What up? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Talking about the... sorry about that. Too good. That's my <laughs> boy right there. Yeah,
2: it was a it was it was a good album. It was as good as I re- remember hearing it way back in the day.
0: When you first heard uh, this album, what did you think of it, Wazzy?
2: The very first time.
0: Yeah,
2: I would have been a junior, so. I think I was listening to Linkin Park and Papa Roach and stuff like that at the day. So it was a
0: right up the alley.
2: Yeah. And and the the, the music behind it, which is, you know,
0: that's Dre production, bro. And this was one of the last times Dre was on his project. Um, he did Eminem show. And then after that, him didn't do nothing with Dre for a while. But, like you said, Waz, that I was listening to that same shit, bro. Papa Roach, the Lincoln Parks and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I was I was younger, though. I was, Like I said, I was in middle school. so this shit definitely was more impressionable on me. Maybe it was on you, um, but well, it, 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 I know sorry. it was up that alley, bro.
2: Lincoln Park and Papa Roach, I could, you know, blare out of my car with, you know, subwoofer and everything going. Mm-hmm. Eminem, not quite as much. Because... <laughs> You was still relatively new, and you
0: know, motherfuckers they know what you was playing, huh? Because motherfuckers wouldn't know what you was playing while you was blaring it.
2: Yeah, I mean, just because blaring rap out of a a a jeep, a topless jeep, you know,
0: you crazy, bro. Turn on the real Slim Shady in the topless jeep, bro. Watch how hard that shit bangs. Bow, 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 bow. But now, yeah, yeah, now, now I bro, I promise you, when that song came out, I didn't I couldn't I mean, go nowhere without hearing it. So I don't know what you, I don't know where you was living at, bro. I couldn't go nowhere without hearing that shit, banging. I, I,
2: I was in the uh, good parts of, of of Bloomfield,
0: and that's another thing about this album. He had the real some Shady, and. The Way I Am. All three of those songs played on the radio non-stop at the same time. It was a point where I, you couldn't turn on the radio without hearing some, Eminem's voice, bro.
2: You could sw- switch stations and it, hear a different it, one of his you're like, wait, did I yep, hit the same button? Yep.
1: Oh, yeah, I, right, I liked ahead, it. Oh,
2: I'm gonna say, I was just going to say I liked it as much now as I did the first time that I, I heard them.
3: Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've listened to the full album, like, once before at least, but it's been a long time, so it was, it was nice going back, and instead of just hearing, like, you know, Stan and uh, um, uh, Real Slim Shady and stuff, like, actually hearing everything, especially in the context of, of the album, um, it was nice hearing all the skits, because, uh, you know, uh, it's I don't know. I guess it's been a while since oh, I've listened see. to like a full Ralph yeah. album. But like during that era, that everyone was doing that—Ludacris, mm-hmm. you know, DMX. Like that used to Adam be a thing.
0: You said Adam Sandler.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on his, on, on his album, he um, skits. Like the but um, year. I remember I was in eighth grade when uh, the album came out, and there's this one kid. His name started with a lying. J. I
0: might have been in elementary school, bro.
3: It was in 2000, it dropped. Oh, yeah. I was in...
0: I was in fifth grade, going
3: into sixth Yeah, in so grade. Um, there, there was this one kid in one of my classes. Um, scrawny-ass white boy. And he went ahead and shaved his head, dyed it, you know, like, blonde and shit like that. Um, and I remember him constantly singing uh, uh, Real Slim Shady, like, in class and stuff like that. And, uh... But, like, I didn't really vibe with him too much back then. Um, I don't know, like, because there was so much that was, especially with his more popular radio stuff that was so jokey, you know, like uh, like the Superman video and stuff like that. Um, and I was That's just like, not in the uh, mood for Superman. that. Superman.
0: What's that? Superman is Eminem's top five song.
3: But, I mean, I just wasn't feeling it at that, at that time and everything. Like, I, I was much more into, like, DMX when it came to rap and everything. Hmm. And I feel like those are two, like, kind of different guys. <laughs> uh, but,
2: uh, I love the, the jokiness.
3: I mean, I have a, a greater appreciation for it now, but for whatever reason, like, I was not feeling it back uh, back in the day all that much. But then, like... But
0: you probably, I don't know, like, I'm you, not going to put no thoughts I in never your had a problem
3: with like, Stan, you know?
0: Yeah, but I'm not going to put no words in your mouth, but there were definitely uh, black people who didn't like that shit, too. Because it's, sometimes you got to be like, what is what is all this shit? Cultural appropriation? Coming in here to mm. look around? Like, a lot of us really take this shit. But you didn't get a lot of that from him because you knew what his background was and how he even got into it. First of all, mm-hmm. you got the Dr. Dre stance. Dre is a legend. It ain't nobody more powerful uh, in the game like as far as producer-wise. Like, Dre say you good, bro. You fucking good. Mm-hmm. And then you see all the shit he had to do. Like the right. uh, underground battles and shit. Like, he wasn't just out here and got backed by somebody. But go ahead. I am just saying, you not, you wasn't alone but in that commitment. Motherfucker was like, stop being, being goofy.
3: From... <laughs> Right. But see, from being from outside of the culture, like, Dre didn't have as much weight for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's respectable and stuff like that. Like, I remember The Chronic and all that, but, like, he wasn't this god.
0: (laughs) You you, you don't remember The Chronic.
3: (laughs) Uh, But uh, it was interesting going ahead and and listening to something that, you know, like Wazzy had said with uh, the, the, the shock rap and Shock Rock, um, and how the, the, the relationship that like uh, um, that Marilyn Manson and Eminem had even um but then to but 20 years later to go ahead and listen to a song like Hamityville especially Biv- uh, bizarre's verse that like
0: was bizarre's intro to the rap game lozzi this was the first verse that bizarre ever had that was like big that's how he comes on like, I, put my I, I was
3: cringing a little bit to be honest. It's like,
0: bad, bro. Guess who Shade just signed the Interscope? For my <laughs> sister's birthday, I had 20 of my boys raper. her. Like, what?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Immortal Technique with uh, his dance with the devil. Yeah. But <laughs> that was the um,
0: bizarre verse on it. Always gonna be.
1: I, oh, yeah. Eminem's known
0: for being crazy. Let me one up him real quick.
3: <laughs> right. <clears throat> but yeah, it, it was it was nice going ahead and going back and re-listening to it all um, with new ears, and then not to see wh- not to mention to like to see where he is now and how this got him to where he is, and uh, and, and all that jazz, and. Um, one of the things I really appreciate, like the thing, I guess I appreciate the most about him now, like going back and listening is just his storytelling ability, you know? And, and I think that was one of the things that really made him sort of stand out. In my opinion, is that like Great his ability to open up about his own life and to just show how nasty and ugly it is. And like, no, this isn't a happy story. I have to tell you, like, this is shit.
0: <laughs> and prior to that, it wrapped. A lot of the white rappers just kind of only stuck to, I can rap good. If they was respected in the game, it's because they can rap good. You didn't get, you didn't get this a sense that Eminem was like the first guy that was like, oh, white people have problems too, like in rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. oh shit, that's fucked up. What you had to go, yeah, you got bullied too. You know, your mom wasn't shit too. Like, you go through some wild shit. But you also telling these stories and good songs bro like cleaning out my closet come on right now i'm singing my fucking heart out bro i'm sorry mama i'm (laughs) not meant to hurt you (laughs) like but back to this project and i wasn't i wanted to see what y'all was gonna say first before i mentioned it but y'all both have pointed it out this is a huge one because this this was like his first big project that came out but before this the slim shady lp came out that's what had high my name is on and shit, and so uh, some of these songs is re- responding to the criticism he got from yep. that first uh, LP, right? So now you bringing in Marilyn Manson, a dude who's also getting blamed for Yoki is acting the way they is, and, and and he just he the way he just phrases shit. Like, little Timmy jumped off of the terrace. You should have been watching him. Apparently, you ain't parents. Like, it, it, and then it, The Way I Am is the biggest one. I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? And that's when he has Marilyn Manson in the video. Because mm-hmm. it's like, y'all gonna keep crucifying us for y'all failings as parents. and shit When we just making music. And it's a little yeah. wild, yeah, but. I didn't put the knife in my hand, in his hand, and that's what he kind of say in Criminal and in um, Marshall Mathers, too. Uh,
3: Marshall Mathers is a on uh, by the way. Well, not to mention, like, I mean, you can tell, especially, like, like, well, I, I guess really for, for both uh, uh, M. and Manson that, like, this art that they create isn't isn't really for anyone else like they're not making it for anyone it's therapy yeah. they're going ahead and expressing themselves and, and and they're trying to work through their own issues in the way that they know how and this is the product of the, it, it's it's their therapy so if it's not made to be listened to by kids and not necessarily made to be listened to by anyone you right. chose to listen to it you chose to go ahead and create a situation where your children had access to it so you know, like I'm just trying to get through my own day, and uh, you know I don't really need the drama of, of you and your life because you decided to go ahead and be uh, lackluster parents. Thank um, you. Yep.
0: And that's and and then in Stan, when he got a lot of homophobic shit, guess what he doing? Stan on the biggest yep. award ceremony of all time, he bring out motherfucking um, what's my man's name? Elton John, John, John. bro, and perform with Elton John, hug him, and and what y'all gonna say now, bro? Like, and then this whole time, in in this whole album, a lot of it, you hear him attacking a lot of these pop stars who ain't shit, bro. Like, y'all just famous for being this and that. Y'all don't got no talent for. And for any other, for a lot of other artists, attacking those type of artists is career suicide, bro. Mm -hmm. You talk shit about Britney here's Justin Timberlake, you know, all them boy bands, especially Christina Aguilera, guys. uh yeah, Carson Daly, the, the rulers of fucking MTV. Fred Durst. And <laughs> and mm-hmm. so yeah, Fred Durst, <laughs> yeah, you talk about all these people and all and you can't show up to the award show, but guess what? Not only am I showing up, I'm going to win four Grammys and I'm going to perform the song where I'm talking shit about you to your face, bro like uh, oh shit uh sit next to carson Daly and fred durst let him argue over who she gave head to first all of them was there when he performed this live right in their face bro mm-hmm. y'all remember that performance legendary performance where he had like mm-hmm. a thousand white guys that look like him and blonde hair coming mm-hmm. out that was fire bro but that just shows the level of of insanity but greatness he has because i guys Maybe y'all don't know, but I think y'all know. The industry is shit, and if you don't have the right friends or if you piss people off, you get blackballed. But he was just so yep. good, and people so loved, loved him so much, they, they couldn't do nothing but bring him up there, bro, and let them diss these bum-ass motherfuckers who, 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 who uh, just want to be where he at, bro. That's what is so good, dog.
3: I also thought it was hilarious. I can't remember which track it was, but the one where he's just Laying into ICP, yeah, and I was in there listening to yep. it, and I'm like, "How many people outside of the area know about ICP?" No, who the hell he's yep, talking about? Yep. And, and, he,
0: and then he got the whole Ken skip of him yep. sucking his boy dick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't listen. That's the only. That's the only part of this album I can't listen to. I just gotta turn that shit off, bro. He be it's it's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, bro. Um, One of my favorite lines of all time Is on um, uh, What song is it It might be I'm back I'm pretty sure it's I'm back He end the song by saying <laughs> And once again This is the type of shit That if Puff Take this the wrong way You blackballed out the community Bro like but you're just so good, and it's so funny that somehow you survive. He say, I'm sorry, Puff, but I don't give a fuck if this chick was my own mother. I still fuck her with no rubber and come inside her and have a son and a new brother at the same time and just say that it ain't mine. What's my name? Like, <laughs> And believe me, y'all, Puff, do not take shit like that lightly. <laughs> <laughs> Especially back then. He had just got out of a... He just stabbed the motherfucker at the club. Uh... <laughs> Like, he be slapping people, he, he got some, uh, he he done shot somebody and then had his mans take the fall for it, his mans with the jail for like 10 years. Puff was not about no shit back then, y'all. <laughs> so to say that was just wow, and for the fact that it was just a great line to me, that's like my favorite mm-hmm. shit of all time. Like, you're talking about Jennifer Lopez, that's when Puffy was dating Jennifer Lopez, like, mm-hmm. sorry Puff, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and what you gonna do, bro? You can't do shit, bro. He a legend, and I just love that shit for the rest of my life though.
3: But but, but uh um what's his name? Nick Cannon's still salty about uh, Mariah. Yeah, ooh. It seemed like
0: M still salty about her too. I ain't gonna lie, he mentioned a lot. <laughs> 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 yeah, a lot of that shit is unsolicited. But when yeah, I look back yeah. at this album, it just created so many waves. It created a whole wave of white rappers that came out after him. It created a wave of Um, like, mad, like, Mothers Against Drug Driving is after you, like, you know what I'm saying, Congress is after you, like, it's not just music communities that's coming after you, bro, it's people outside the community that's looking for somebody to blame for something, and now your music, and it hasn't, this, this happened to rock dudes a lot, but this was the first time it was really happening to a rapper, and it's a white rapper, Oh.
3: Well, that, but that's, that's part of the reason why I think because him being a white rapper um, really made white kids go ahead and say like, oh, this is like, I see myself in it, I can listen to this, like, you, you know, so it was exposed to more of the white community. And essentially, I feel like uh, essentially a lot of the government and that sort of thing was looking at it like, oh, wait, no, it's fine if, if black kids are listening to this stuff. And they're being affected by exactly. it, but now our poor little white kids are being affected by it. Now it's a problem. I
0: promise you, Which, bro. He, he talks about he introduced a lot of white kids to rap, bro. He did. And you're right. Now we now we dragging in some people from a genre that wasn't fucking with it, or you know, all they knew a certain radio hits and dance song. Now you getting curious, like, oh, he cold. And on top of that, bro, he really is good, bro. Like. Mm-hmm. And the only problem I have with Eminem now is that I feel like he left this type of feeling. He became a super technical rapper uh, at this point in his life, so he's so worried about how everything lines up technically sounds and the metaphors and shit that he doesn't put as much into certain feels of the song. You know, like He says he listens back to Marshall Mathers' LP and just can't listen to it because he hears all the mistakes. But I just be like, there's so much beauty in those mistakes. I hear... I hear the pain. I hear the hurt, bro. And now when you rapping, I don't hear that shit no more. And not that I want you to hurt. Maybe you just are a better person. Maybe you've healed from some of that shit back then. And Like you said, all of these albums, he put out dissing people, therapeutic. Maybe you've gotten over it, but that's the shit that I love back of that
3: But could it also be that so much of the, the rap nowadays seems less technical oriented and more feeling oriented? that he, he has to rebel against that within the own genre by going ahead and dismissing that. And, 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 and I, I would agree, I think, by going too far to the technical side, but because he sees a lack of technicality, that's making probably, sure that it's on the airwaves.
0: Yeah, that's probably exactly what he's thinking. But I'm here to tell you that there's plenty of rappers, especially new coming up that have both of that. And he right. had it back then. He still had technical skills, bro. Period. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't know. It's it yeah, but but essentially
3: this. Essentially, at this point, though, I mean, if you think about it in like a, an academic sort of sense, like at this point, like he's a PhD, he's a professor, right? Mm-hmm. So the the lessons that he's going to be given are are not. Oh, you you know what I mean? Like they're for yeah. a certain ear.
0: No, I understand, and I still love everything you do now. Don't get that shit twisted, bro. I still listen to well, oh, oh yeah, yeah, Murder, sure. the music to get murdered by. That's a great project. But um, it just get, I guess I, I I might have said that I like it more back then. I just like it differently. I'm I do yeah. I I love songs that give me feels. Period. Bro. But I also, mm-hmm. as a lyricist, it can always respect how technical how good he is like, ever since he made Rap God his rap has been a different level Just and not even just what he's saying just uh, I want to go to the studio to confirm but some of the lines he has it's like how do you even hold your breath that long how's your breath control that good to get all of that out I'd be like I could never do no shit like that <laughs> you know mm-hmm. sometimes you hear guys that are really good at what they do and, and it discourages you like I could never be that good. I why well, I, well, I should quit now because I can't never I could never do that. Like it discourages you. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing because after that discouragement hits you like me, you get encouraged. Like, nah, let me get back to let me get back into the lab and work. And that's in mm-hmm. every profession, guys. Wazzy, I know you've met programmers, maybe not. We're gonna die. But <laughs> uh, there's guys who At just, conferences. Yeah <laughs> Yeah, maybe at a conference or two where you like, damn, how the fuck did he figure that out? Like that's cr- that's some crazy code he put together. Like, you- and you just be online, maybe that's probably where you get it from. But you like, what the fuck he puts that together? That's crazy. I don't know if I could ever figure some shit out like That's just how that's how it is with anything. Yeah, I- we
1: had I'm asking
0: you a question: if that's if that has happened to you, before, where you met somebody so good that you was yeah. like, what the
2: fuck? <laughs> when I was. Um, When I was porting Android over to a Windows phone, we had a group of like seven or eight people who were all really good in in a certain field. And like one one guy created audio drivers in like a day. And I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you?
0: (laughs) God damn, boy. That
3: guy was not married.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That guy lived in Costa Rica, if I I remember correctly.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, and finally, sleeper track on here is "Drug Ballad." That's like one of my favorite songs on there that people just don't think about when it come on. But <clears it's> there's <throat> says something about that song that me and my boy Chris just fall in love.
1: Ooh, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, who is that girl singing? I don't know. I feel like it's like a drug, like a real chick that's on drugs, and he just paid twenty dollars to come. No disrespect, if it's somebody famous, I promise, <laughs> I promise that's what it is. So, <laughs> any final words on Marshall Mavis LP and, and Eminem in general?
3: Yeah, I really appreciate all the, the the charitable work that he does for the city you know, and for for the people. So. Like I feel like that's an important aspect, too. We could get all hung up as as much as we want about his lyrical content and everything. But for one, he's a human being. And he does care about people, obviously, and donates a shit ton. So,
0: And I think Eminem is a good case study. We could put him in that box with Mike Tyson, especially after this next fight, to see, like, because Joe Rogan says mm. this a lot. Where it's like, I think that the most talented people come from a lot of hurt. So I yeah. wonder if, you know, I want us to discuss how true we think that is. And if you lose some of that talent, or at least, you know, once you heal, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, we'll be able to really tell after Mike Tyson's fight. Because if he's like, cause from all accounts, he's a much better person and in a better place than he's ever been in. Especially while he was boxing. Um, so, I don't know. And you think to yourself, maybe that aggressiveness and that I don't give a fuckness that he had back then is the reason why he was such a great boxer. And if you lose that, how mm. fear, how fearless can you be in the ring? I don't know. Who. No, you say? what you say, he Diana Ray? That was her name?
2: Dina Ray. Let me pull her back, back up.
0: Okay, she got some love. No? Yes? APS production. Um, she was on there? Superman, this- too. Yeah, she was on Superman. I disrespect her. Sorry, lady. You feel Superman. <laughs> um, so we're going to let Jake go ahead and get up out of here. It's at 1.30 exactly now. That's a good time to stop. Um, I appreciate you boys. That's uh, no, like
3: 3.45. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: You're an idiot. <laughs> we are at an hour and 30 minutes of recorded time oh. and that's a good place to stop this is the No Consistence Podcast peace Jake do you have an album for us to listen to this week
3: uh yeah um gonna go with uh Toxicity by System of Down here so good choice. Enjoy. good choice
0: viewers and listeners enjoy along with us System of the down toxicity. Now this is the no consensus part.
2: Peace.